What's going on, brother? How you doing? Thanks for coming to hang out. We got the one and only Zach Austin, local musician. So, with COVID being what it is and ruining everybody's life as it has, especially doing music, what has that been like? You know, not being able to obviously all events and stuff have been like canceled and you can't go anywhere and you can't be around people. And so, I feel like especially people in the music industry are like really suffering. I don't know, like, it, it sucks mostly because, like, we want to do, like, as much as we can, especially for, like, um, places that we frequently play that, like, take care of us because, like, we've already lost, like, one place that we really like playing at. Which was? Brennan's. Brennan's. Like, uh, mm-hmm. In Five Points. Oh, okay. So they, they just couldn't hack it just well, with they, all the they, shutdowns They, they were doing their best to, like, safely do music. Like, uh, like uh temperature like i mean like if you take your mask off like you get yelled at mm-hmm. like they were like very specific about like if we're gonna do this and you want to see music you've got to respect like being there and did everything really well but it's also a bigger place like uh than some of the like smaller places so i feel i don't know if it had to do with like them trying to keep the kitchen and like having more employees it was just harder for them but they didn't make it through it and uh we did get to play like I think, like, the night before the last night, we got to do the lonesome up there. It was really cool. It was a great night. But um, it sucked for us. As I mean, like I was telling you earlier, like, having to, like, dig into my savings and stuff like that, it gets, like, really uncomfortable. But also everyone was supportive with the live stream thing, and then it kind of faded. I feel like some people are probably still doing pretty good with it, but uh, it's just not getting back to being able to play. So you're actually out and like playing shows and stuff again a little I bit mean, at least. I, mean, I figured you were probably like, oh, he's wide open, like going back yeah, at it and like playing all over the place. Like I think the hard that. part was just trying to convince people that it's safe enough to actually get out of their homes and well, go even when do we, stuff. Even when we do something, like it's still like if I'm like sharing about it, I'm like, like if you're gonna come out, like it's limited. Wear a mask and be nice to people. Like don't be that right that shows up and's like. Yeah. You know, even if it's outside, you know, like if you're walking around, just wear it. Like it's not that hard to do. It's not. We all got to do it. Come yeah. on. And I, I mean, we've, we've literally made people leave before. Like I've had to say it on the mic. It's like, dude, leave. Like, don't be here. Yeah. And it sucks to do that because you don't want to make people mad, especially during these times. But you also want to be safe. I mean, we've also had like a couple of my musician friends have had COVID like with symptoms. So, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually saw somebody last night that just got over it and is on like vocal rest until I can't remember if he said till October or till the end of October. The wow. doctor was like, "Don't sing." Like, it screwed his throat up and all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then a good friend of ours, Rebecca, uh, she had it and was she was uh, down for like a while. And then as soon as they said she was fine, she ended up getting strep throat because her immune system. Was oh, <laughs> so it was like, oh. right when she got done with it, it was just like, oh, and an extra, screw you. <laughs> like, but uh, but yeah, it's been it's been financially just like terrible. But uh, it's getting to the point now where like everyone's starting to be able to get gigs, but they're a not paying as well unless it's like a big event outside somewhere that's still safe. And or it's most like ticketed, like Avondale, for instance. Like if it's ticketed, yeah. you can make decent money. And uh, 
but it's still risky. I mean, like everything's risky. That's what I wanted to ask so. about live streams. Do you, is it a ticketed event or is it like donation based? There's some, live we didn't do any like stuff. ticketed things. We always just did a thing where it'd be like, we would share it and be like, this is like, for instance, when we did ours from the house, we would just use like the lonesome, like a uh, cash tags, I guess is what yeah, you yeah, call yeah. them, you know, like Venmo, PayPal, uh, cash app. Yes. Yeah. And we would just like post that and, uh, just hope that we, we'd play for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes, and at the end, just see what we get. Right. And, uh, like, yeah, it was it was good for, like, the first few months, and then, but there was also, like, the first few we did, like, right when it started was great, and then it's, like... Because people every, were like, oh, man, I can sit on my couch, and I can see live music, this is awesome. Right. But yeah. then everyone was doing it, and there's, like, uh, all these, like, pages that are for, like... Uh, like locally or no uh, like socially distanced fest and all these things where it's like a worldwide like okay you, you just like contact I'm... them and say hey i want to do it and they have certain rules you got to go by like you, you know uh if you're going to be vulgar and hey, you can do comedy or anything if it's going to be vulgar it has to be in the description you know and uh that's a good way to get out but also the live stream thing's been really cool because i feel like we've uh actually gotten some fans that we didn't have because yeah. of it for doing stuff like that like uh it's been pretty cool i didn't think about it that way you reach it's a whole new audience whole new really audience. yeah well i thought it was so rad we caught one of the one of y'all's first performances i guess y'all did when y'all first were going live and then i saw the the series you guys did with bailey brothers it seemed mm. like they went like that was like full-blown set and trust and all that stuff that was really fun I, I don't know if i should say this but it was also really cool to drink inside of a music store oh really so they just set it up in the store i don't know if we store. were supposed to do that i don't know if i supposed to say that but <laughs> i can't imagine it would be like yeah, that I, bad i was like can yeah. we like drink can we let loose yeah man i mean the store's closed <laughs> yeah so is it like a like a normal show you have different bands everybody just showed up at the at the store to live stream no it's 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 a, like one band like they did a series where like um oh, okay okay yeah, so, gotcha so it's like you guys would just show up okay yeah, we just That's did like nice. the lonesome yeah and, like a few of our other friends like did a their own night and it was like uh you show up like right when the doors close you do a sound check but they had like a legit stage and lights and mm-hmm. everything set up it was really neat we did that and also uh there's a local production company called big friendly okay they did a um they had a little it was called hunker in the bunker and uh they did a thing where they it was a secret place i'm not supposed to say where it is but uh and they had a full production like uh yeah i think that was the one so well, we good. saw that yeah. one too yeah and that was like okay this looks legit you know yeah. like and it's, wherever it is they, and they, i mean they're the people that do like a lot of the stuff for avondale like the light shows and all that okay stuff, cool because so. they're hurting for work too just like anybody yeah. i mean it's like, production we gotta do something like, man i mean y'all you say y'all are struggling like with yeah. the writing stuff too like uh like Everyone that does any kind of event is <laughs> like doesn't even know what to do. It's crazy. So with some of the bars that we're trying, like you mentioned, Brennan's. Um, obviously, there's probably a lot of people that wanted to come to the show, but if they're trying to do limited capacity, you know, some stores were doing like fifty percent, some were doing even less than that. How did that work? I mean, like they just let max number of people they could let in and just hope everybody spreads out and yeah well like i said like brennan specifically was very particular yeah like uh they were really safe about it and that's why we were okay with doing like an indoor show there because we knew that like it was like and also they they have like 
six foot like from the stage so if we didn't want to leave the stage we didn't have to at what time of year like in the midst of the how long we've we been in this like six months now long enough well, uh, where what what concept on the timeline time. that's concept right of time uh especially right now but uh i mean it was i think it was uh it was it was either the end of july or the beginning of august so okay yeah and then like uh man it was funny because like or not funny but uh it was weird <laughs> because danny had like hit us up and like i told him i needed to come up there and talk to him because we were thinking about not doing it before we knew they were shutting down and uh, i went up there and told him like, hey man i just don't know if we're comfortable doing it because i feel like doing like the lonesome up here might bring too many people or something like that and uh when i got up there no one was in there and uh, it was just him talking to this guy, and he was like, that sucks, because uh, I haven't told anyone but my employees, but that was going to be one of our last nights we're shutting down. And mm-hmm. I was like, we'll do it. <laughs> God, Never I can't mind. That. Like, uh, uh, can't go like, out like that. <laughs> me, me and him had a few drinks. Uh, I might have shed a tear. And then the end of the night, I was like, all right, let's do this. Well, dang. So, and it was a great show. It was really, really fun. Well, that's awesome. So, it's sad at the same time. Yeah. Hopefully, at the end of it, though, you know, like when everything's over, he can open up a new place. Uh, is there anything that's opened up in that same spot, or is it just sitting vacant right now? It's it's still got some of their stuff in there. Uh, I know a lot of places have gone under due to all this crap yeah. that's happened. I think the Nick was struggling for a second, which oh, I'm sure. I, don't, I don't think anyone's going to let the Nick go. Though, Dude, the Nick has been here way too long. Like, yeah. like, come on. Like, And I mean, like, even, like, yeah, no, I don't think anyone's going to let that place go under. Like, uh well, you know, like the Alabama and the Lyric, I mean, they're like begging for money right now. They're yeah. all hurting. I'm terrified of that. Like, and they're like, I think I saw something today that was like, do you remember the last show that you saw at Alabama? Uh, what if that was the last show you ever see? And I was like, whoa. And they were like, we need to raise half a million dollars. Otherwise, we are not going to make it, you know. And they're like, yeah. donate now. And I guess, I guess the Lyric and the Alabama are owned by the same or like under the that same umbrella sense. or something that like that. Sense, I don't really yeah. know. But I know they're both struggling because they've had like, I think the news that I read said they had to cancel like over 90 events. I think uh, the know. last thing I saw at Crazy. Alabama Theater was La Love It. And it's like one of those things where every time I see another show at the Alabama Theater, I'm just like, no, best show I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, yeah. no, that was, that was. Dude, the one I'm missing the most, you know, obviously being over here in Avondale is Saturn. Mm. That has been such a drag, you know, because Saturn has been doing the Eaton Streets, and obviously Avondale having the outdoor venue, they've been able to get some gigs going and, and are drawing a huge crowd, probably more than they probably should, you it's know. Too, and, and like you that, see about half and half wearing masks and stuff. Like the Pearl, I think, had like close to four hundred people. Yeah, which is nuts. That was, but nuts. it's also a huge outdoor. It's a huge outdoor space, but yeah, you got some people that are trying to be socially. Now, do they close that whole side street? Four. They that? closed. They closed all forty first from the intersection right the there brewery, at right. Avondale Common House all the way to the brewery. Okay. Oh, just to the brewery. It doesn't. Or, go or it went past it. I guess it went to uh, past Close uh, to the train. Forty first Street Pub. I guess to the yeah. train tracks. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you could just walk around. They give you a paper cup. You can uh, get a beer basically anywhere and take it to go. So that was kind of neat. And then obviously Avondale being the centerpiece of it all, having the music, everybody's drawn there hanging out and stuff but they, so do, it, they do have live music stuff oh yeah for that right like for the eating the streets thing like i guess I yeah so i've been hearing like them the practicing and stuff because we're just not right I mean, like like on the streets where they're eating 
Now, I haven't seen any musicians out on the streets. They got, like, food trucks and stuff parked yeah. out there. But, like, all Maybe the, they only did that, like, one or two times. Maybe. Because yeah. they'll set up tables out there. Yeah. So you can get saws or you can get post office pies or whatever. Yeah, I did, I did a brunch, like, the next day after one of those. And was like, why is all this out here? Yeah. <laughs> and apparently it was just like, yeah, we just didn't feel like cleaning it up. I <laughs> like, guess it's so. not like anyone's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> like, so they've done it either twice or three times now. But basically, they've just, I've driven by the next day going to work, and it's like, like all the tables and stuff are still out there. They're like, they'll keep it out there for a couple of days. And so it's been cool, you know, and that's kind of been our first taste of like back in the real world. It's like, oh my God, things are kind of opening back up. But right there, man, Saturn is just closed. Like, yeah. I think, I think you can go in there and get coffee at Satellite. Yeah. But the whole music side, they have not opened back up. You can't go in there and play games or anything. I wish there was a way they could do something where Such it's just a like tabled, like set up. Yeah, you something. Still indoors, like the, Bring the, the PlayStations out is, and set them outside. The indoor thing is what scares everyone. Like, we're, we're still, like, really weird about it. Like, we're trying to, like, me and everyone I play with and their bands all, like, try to be like, if it's outdoors, we'll do it. Like, there's, with an exception of a couple places that we know are, like, being extra cautious. Right. So, like at Little Italy, are they doing? They're they're pretty. Cautious, yeah. <laughs> they cautious, yeah. Pretty but, but they also yeah. don't do like music. Like we're the only people that play music there. Yeah. We just do it on Tuesdays. So. Okay. How did that start? Like that relationship with Little Italy. How did that come about? So someone else told us that we should go talk to them and try to play there because like, and this is before, but it's become like just like the musician like home base in Birmingham. Like we all just go there. A, it's like awesome the owners rock and uh it's cheap to drink there so it's easy for us but um and then do they just, serve like italian i've never eaten there i've come there and watched you play yeah, i've watched Salo play you know, like pizza and like okay. pastas and stuff okay. like that so but, uh, you can play spaghetti and a beer and watch yeah. a band play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's all like local <laughs> musicians mostly like original music and it's it's like before covid it's like music every single night and okay. it's free you don't have to pay that's pretty right and uh I mean, there's like a whole like thing of musicians on the wall, like Birmingham musicians, and uh, but it's funny because like before it got like really big, like just a music joint, like uh, shallow. Somebody reached out to me in Shallow and was like, "Hey, y'all should like try to play this place. They're like really cool owners. Like they just like got the place from someone else." And so we met up with them and was like, "Yeah, let's do this." And I was like, kind of like real strict with Shallow. I was like, "We need to get there on time." play don't take long breaks like just do what we got to do like and uh be very professional now, now me and Shiloh have a joke it's like you think they'll let us bring a live chicken in here <laughs> and we're like, yeah they'll let us they'll do let us <laughs> <laughs> i'm bring two chickens yeah so, but uh yeah this this people rock that is cool because the first time i think we came and watched you play i was like this is a italian restaurant with like kind of like it's country blues music yeah, going it's on it's strange but it's cool so it's cool vibe but yeah it's fun. i mean it's kind of more of a bar scene than right, as a right. restaurant. like the food's good but it's more of like a bar i gotcha than it is okay. like it's like it's kind of weird for it to be italian food but it's like let's I guess go you just don't at, think of italian food yeah. as being like bar food yeah let's go hang out at the bar we'll get a pizza uh, i'm gonna get a meatball <laughs> i mean you can't beat pizza though yeah i mean it, yeah it goes hand in hand with drink i don't yeah. know what i'm talking about that's cool so you do hang out with a lot of local musicians. Um, I've been listening to a lot of early James. His stuff is amazing. And uh, obviously you're doing uh, The Lonesome now. So is that – I keep seeing him jamming with you. Is he like a part of that or has he yeah. just been playing? Yeah. That, that's your band that you guys have been doing. Yeah. 
it all gets meshed together because I see yeah. like the same set of musicians and like all these different bands, and it's always under a different title. It's like the same dudes, yeah. and y'all sometimes we playing different. We're, instruments. we're all just like really collectively creative, so it's like okay. like there's early James has his band and he plays guitar with me as well, and Adrian's in that band he plays bass with me. Okay. And then Daniel Rain has Little Rain Band. Little Rain Band, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Joey and Ford both play in Early James as well, and uh, they play with me. Uh, but then, like, the Stepdads also has Justin in it. He's in a band called Winston Ramble. Okay. And uh, they rock. Um, so how is everybody else doing in the midst of all the craziness? That's... It's kind of all the same. Like, we've we've all, like been like struggling but then every now and then we'll get like one like really good opportunity to do something cool like like james just got back he did like a mini tour with marcus king but it was like a they're doing like full-on concerts but it was driving really so okay your car and like that's pretty seen, cool i've seen a lot okay, of those yeah. now. and he got to do that which uh we were all kind of jealous because like it was like yeah like uh early james but it was like but we just want you like so it's like everyone's just like, oh cool, screw you, James. You just get to go do this by yourself, like. And but it was weird. Shake the tambourine. But he was, he was kind of, he was kind of weirded out about it too because he's like, I haven't done like solo stuff, like big stuff, like as a solo thing, like in a while. But Marcus was also stripped down. He was just doing like a trio. Okay. But uh, and they all had to do like a COVID test before they got on the bus, and we were kind of joking about, you know, it's like, well, what if somebody has it and you don't get to do it? Wouldn't that suck? <laughs> <laughs> You have to come crying back home <laughs> right. and sit here on the couch with me. Oh, yeah, but it was like a whole like crazy thing where like uh, we were still trying to do a few things and James just had to stay home, so it, it worked out. You know, it's like well we get to do things while you don't. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was terrified. You know, he's like I have to like not test like positive. Sure. This, like, or else I can't get on the bus. And it's like you know like we're all dying to be able to do something cool and like get back to our normal crazy lives. So. Now, has that sparked any, like, I mean, being, like, holed up and obviously not being able to play as much as you guys like, do you feel like you're able to be more creative, like, writing more, or are you just, like, get me out of this? Well, James has been doing a bunch of, like, co-writes with people, which is really cool. Okay. Like, uh, he actually got to do a co-write with, with Rob Thomas. <laughs> really? <laughs> are you serious? Okay. All right. Turns out he's a cool dude. But uh, I, I've always kind of had uh, love-hate thing with Rob Thomas, yeah. you know? But uh, he's he's done a bunch of cool stuff like that. Like me personally, I've I've like since March, I think I've only written two songs, and I, I'm like kind of beating myself up over it. But I just not creative. Like I've got well, I mean, a bunch you of ha- songs in the work, but I finished. Well, I was about to say, two. like you had the Lonesome album ready to go right before all this happened, right? I mean, didn't you? We were talking yeah, early, and you yeah, said some was, stuff actually got postponed it was because to come of out it. In like April, and yeah. now it's not going to come out. Uh, we're hoping to do the release at Avondale in November, so okay. early November. A little but, bit uh, of a delay there, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. So, <laughs> but, I mean, it, it got to the point. Like, we, we were, like, trucking along, and then it hit, and uh, CJ from Rocket Number no. 9 was just like, yeah, like, we, we can't have people in right now. Mm. And it just, like, was, like, just cut. So is that the – what's Rocket Number no. 9? I guess I'm not familiar. What so is? Rocket Number no. 9 is um, – CJ Griffiths is doing like it's pretty new, but he's a uh, he he's doing like uh, my stuff and uh, several other like local bands. It's like a recording artist, I guess, or recording. Yeah, he's, studio. he's like, recording and mixing. Okay, like, okay, uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, so it's not like a label, I guess, or anything. 
or not yet I, maybe I guess not yet yeah okay. like he's, he's he's fairly new at it but he's doing a great job and uh i was actually talking to him earlier today and uh we were joking about like uh, so the first day i went in there like i i mean i haven't been like trying to record anything since we did stuff for calling station like mm-hmm. with john and uh which i saw john john no i know man Noles what's john been doing man john oh my gosh yeah. i guess he's still at ten roof yeah, like doing stuff over there yeah but uh love that guy and uh we were joking about like the first time i came in i was just like oh man i really hate kind of hate recording because there's a lot of pressure involved and uh the way he does it's really cool though like it's real laid back and stuff but the first day i went in there we showed up and cj's like hey this guy died left me a bunch of alcohol <laughs> so there's like like a handle of vodka like a handle of gin and like 40 something like budweiser's well, that'll like, loosen yeah, you like, up a little bit he, he was you know like not doing good so he couldn't drink and uh then he died and like everyone was like oh yeah you know like we don't really drink do you want all this alcohol he's like yeah i'll take it to the house but it was like on the verge of going bad so we just like got really drunk (laughs) (laughs) what better way to yeah so and then like uh i don't know it was it was just like a fun we didn't get much done the first day but (laughs) that's cool well i did pull up your spotify and uh i know you've got one song on there that was really cool yeah we did the single yeah Uh, that album cover was so cool really cool man Lonesome stranger right there, you know. <laughs> that was in Mobile. Actually, in that picture. Uh, wait, y'all know Malia? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Malia took that picture. And really? I had a chili dog in my jacket pocket. <laughs> you had a chili dog in your jacket pocket. Yeah. Uh, like a street chili dog, just like wrapped in aluminum foil. Okay. Planned on eating. That's cool. Did. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was in Mobile. I was trying to figure out which hotel and like downtown remember. it was that you were staying. Cause it I want to say we went down for like South Sounds or. Or maybe a show at like a Mary Widow or something like that. Like, um, and uh, we stayed like the. I went down with some friends and they booked like it's supposed to be like a haunted hotel down there or something. Everything's okay. like real like cool and like I guess would would that be like Victorian style or something like that? Like uh, something weird. Yeah, like, I'm not an architect, but yes, yes, probably Victorian but, uh, style. But yeah, there it is. Okay, okay so that's pretty. World keeps turning. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, it was a solid song, man. I think my favorite so far is the uh, the uh, green beans and bacon. That's, yeah, that's that's solid. That's not gonna time. be on this actually. It's really what? Why not, man? That's such a good song. I, was I, like, I find myself humming that all the time. I think part of me like, didn't, didn't want to do it because everyone wanted me to do it. No. <laughs> oh, dude. Rebellious. So, Where did that song come from? Was that one that so you actually, wrote, or was it? Green Beans and Bacon is actually a, I wrote that song kind of joking to make Shallow mad, and she was like, "I like it." <laughs> dude, I like it a lot. A lot of people like it. Like just the other day, I pulled up the Bailey Brothers thing, and you—that was one of the first songs you played on that mix. Maybe yeah. on the stream or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was like, "Dude, that's such a catchy hook to that song. It's yeah. really cool." Every, everyone wants to hear that one, and then I have a song called uh, "Farming for Jesus." <laughs> Okay. It's every time I write like a joking song, everyone's like, "That's catchy. I like it." <laughs> like, Dude, well, that's how like a lot of artists get famous. They like write joke songs, yeah. and it's like, "You like this? Are you serious?" Green beans and bacon is literally about like my favorite food. <laughs> so, well, like, green I, uh, beans and catfish with like peas is like my favorite thing. Well, I'm gonna join the yeah. the group of people that advocate to have it on the album, especially since the album's not done yet. You still got time to. Throw it on there. Well, this this is bonus just, track. It's just bonus be, track. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is just going to be an EP, and then like, uh, once this is out, we're going to start working on a full length. See, that's me. I don't understand music terminology. Like when you say album, I just think like, oh, all your songs that you've written lately on one 
body of work and it's like no 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 this is my ep no this is my full album oh that's the bonus track and like i i get lost and all that and then this is just gonna be five songs what's a record versus an album this is gonna be five songs terminal so five songs is that considered a an ep the the ep uh, yeah this will be the ep and then like my album will be probably like 10 songs 10 songs so what qualifies as a full album a full length album is usually what 10 songs i don't actually know the terminology i know like ep is like you know a short version of full length is an album okay well you're it is what you make it it is what you can be my ep is gonna have 17 songs but the full length is that's gonna have 42 yeah Yeah. which like and it's it's crazy because i mean i haven't recorded or put out anything since we were in conversation really can we talk about that can we talk about oh, how my brother's in this band station. That's the only that band I know been almost nothing about for this whole time? And we have it back here. Yes, we do. He's did. on the cover, ladies and gentlemen. My yeah, brother. Another cool is album on the cover. cover yeah. Was. What'd you play in this bass? I played bass. Is this when you played the stand-up bass? So, because you yeah, drove a Honda. That's a whole he, story. You drove a hatchback Honda Civic and came home with this thing with a bass in the guitar, back. a stand-up bass guitar. Let's talk about that. I don't really. It's all a blur, but. We found a guy. Obviously, we were trying to. I feel like in a lot of ways, I was looking up to Banditos and like the things they were doing. And I had never been in a band before, and so I thought it was just cool to like finally be because all my friends were in bands and everybody's in bands playing music. And uh, got teamed up with you. It was right after Tables I came back. Turn this podcast is about you now, Alex. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. But yeah, we found. I think Drake was really. Uh, he found this stand-up bass that somebody was selling on craigslist or something yeah you got it for like it was super cheap yeah and like i remember in the in the dude's driveway i was like okay he's asking like four hundred dollars i'm gonna go in and i'm only gonna tell him i got three or something even though i had an extra hundred dollars willing to pay the full price and i got drake on board i was like hey i'm just gonna give you this other hundred bucks and so if he doesn't want to make a deal then you just say hey i'll give you an extra hundred dollars to help pay for it or whatever and so I walked in and I pulled out my wallet and I was like, three hundred's all I got, man. And he was like, All right, I'll sell it to you for three hundred. And so we if that was the actual amount, but we got it for a hundred bucks less than what he was selling it. And then I think I took it home and started practicing on it, but up until that point I'd been playing on like just electric bass. And um I don't know. I feel like the I feel like it lived at your house for a while because yeah. I brought it over and it was too big to lug back and forth, so I just left it over there. And then Drake started playing on it a bunch. And um, so, how did you get wrapped into this? Did you always play bass? Actually, how, yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> it's kind of like that. I didn't even live in Alabama when y'all were starting the band. I remember yeah. the first couple of shows that y'all played. I wasn't even there. Were you in LA this time? It was. It was yeah. me, me, Donnie, okay. Drake, and Curry. Curry, yeah. And, and so y- y'all had pitched the idea of starting this band, and I was like, well, I've always wanted to be in a band, and I play bass. But let me hang with you guys, and I guess y'all were looking for a bass player. And um, y'all had played a couple of shows before I got there. And then when I came back, I started jamming with you. And that's when we actually we started playing gigs around town. And then we recorded with John. And then it, it ran its course. And, you know, we had a lot of fun and obviously recorded this. Uh, I think you still probably play some calling station songs from time to time. I play a few of them. But life being what it is, we all kind of went our different ways. And, yeah. and uh, obviously you're still sticking with music and killing it. And, well, I hear there's some calling station shirts floating around. Yeah, dude, I would oh, like I to have one of those. I got to dibs relive on that, one of those. That, that so, time, yeah. yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. My brother's cool. 
<laughs> no, I know you're cool. I, I I did play in a band at a time. I have. Anytime I asked him about it, he's like, oh, it was just it was a thing. Like, we did a music right, video. Cool. Like that was kind of when I was first getting into like videography yeah. and stuff. Actually, and, like, when I saw John last night, uh, the last song we did, I was like, this song's for you, John. And I did a Don't Know How to Love You. <laughs> And I screwed it up. Such like, a good forgot, song, like, man. That was such a good song. I had to start it over, and uh, he was just like, come on. Dude. Yeah. Did you do the music video for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Really? music video for it was like a, Don't like Know a, How to Love You. a camera on a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, we built a gimbal out of a skateboard and a tripod that I taped to the skateboard. She's about to play it right now. Here it is. <laughs> Oh no! So yeah, man, there it is. Look at that yeah, college station. Let's not do that. <laughs> I had the little uh, the what do you call that the the lens flares. Look at Donnie! Oh my god, I haven't watched this video in forever. Uh, that house is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So oh, I love the the facial hair with the. How long ago was this? How long was it? Would it say on YouTube? It would say when the upload when it was date posted? was. Yeah. I'm sure it says somewhere. I'll find out. A long time. It's been a, it's been a while, like a lifetime ago. Twenty twelve. So eight years ago, when we did that reunion, baby. I'm calling it now. I'll buy a ticket. We'll fly I'll Drake be there. In. Yeah, get Donnie to get Donnie a sitter. Hey, Zoom's popular right now. Just everybody Zoom, Zoom call. Just in. Zoom in. Yeah, it'd be the worst I concert ever. I don't think Donnie owns a banjo anymore. I don't think. Like I saw him not long ago. I don't ago, own I don't a guitar really anymore. I don't have a bass. Like I haven't really. I think uh, music for me was never. Not gonna work. <laughs> Get all that no stuff. one has instruments anymore. <laughs> well, we could do it. We could make it happen. So, yeah, you just a little trip down memory lane boom, right there. Boom. So, whatever happened to that bass, the stand-up? Did you say I missed it? <sighs> I don't know. I remember, like when I we, really we kind of split up as calling station. I think we like kind of divided everything up. There was bought because we bought most of like the PA and everything that we had that we when we yeah. did have to use like. It was all bought with like band money. So. I guess with my my idea it was like, especially once things started kind of, we started taking our own paths. It was like, well, you guys put a lot of work into acquiring the equipment, paying for the equipment and stuff. And so I was like, whatever you think you can get for it. And I think I just left it and y'all may have sold it or something. I know I didn't end up with it. I didn't keep it. And I don't think we, I never even played a show on Drake it. Drake might have ended up with it. I, I know. No um, I think just for convenience because it didn't have an, a pickup in it yeah and that was a big thing it's like well we don't have a way to really mic this thing so i kept playing shows with like electric also, it was also just a lot to like i think it was like an idea it looked cool yeah and i guess there were a lot of bands going through the same phase like so, oh, we gotta have a stand-up bass man yeah. we gotta have a stand-up bass and we fell victim to that and it wasn't practical but what was that like trying to learn that same thing yeah i mean Again, I didn't really, I probably didn't stick with it very much. Um, but it's basically the same, it's the same chords, same structure, everything. It's just like vertical instead of sideways. And obviously the strings are bigger and everything. And I don't, I don't know if most stands ups have frets, but I didn't have frets on mine. So it was hard to yeah. like find Yeah, that's the big thing, finding your yeah. They're all fretless. You, you do like positions, like a. And so, yeah, I couldn't, uh, I don't think I, I I gave up on it pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't there was it like hell on your hands, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Those things yeah. are huge. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's a lot of fun. But uh, so lately, I mean, are you actually getting out to be able to play some music here and there from time to time? I mean, obviously, you say do, you're back at the We're doing the Tuesday thing with stepdads right now, which is a good little, you know, little bit of money like once a week. And then everything else is like super spread out. Like I've got, I've got that. 
and I have um, a private gig in Nashville uh, like next week. I think that's all I have this month. So but, when you play like small gigs like that, is it just you or do you have a couple guys going with you? I think in Nashville will be just me. Um, the, what does Nashville look like right now? I know it's kind of been busy almost. Well, they uh, got hit by that tornado not too long ago, didn't yeah. they? Last time I was up there, I didn't really go into like main because I, I mean, I didn't really want to go to like bars or anything. I was staying with a friend of mine who's got like a property up there with like some horses and stuff like that. We just kind of stayed at his place, um, did stuff. Do y'all have like a good turnout as far as, I mean, are they similar to Birmingham or what's it look like? first played up there mm-hmm. i haven't in a while i don't know this oh, is like, this oh is this is a, the first time. i thought you said you were there last thing. week too i was just up there hanging out oh okay yeah. okay so but um yeah with them being like the hub like live music everywhere i wonder mm-hmm. kind of what that scene's been like yeah. oh i'm sure they're hurting man i know but. i know a buddy of mine like um ryan saab which he he's doing a lot of cool stuff too but he uh he's doing his first gig like since covid even started soon it's like a wow coming up yeah he hasn't done any live it's got to be nerve-wracking yeah. does it jumping like, right back into this. so how long did you go without playing a gig like a live gig yeah, yeah. uh trying to think i mean it was several months i mean i went several months without any live performances it was hard for us jumping back into weddings too because you get just so used to being in the flow and then all of a sudden you've got to like kind of redirect like what this looks like especially in covid it just feels different it feels weird i don't know it was it was hard yeah it's it's strange and it's also strange because you know like the whole half capacity thing so a place that you're used to like being around like a bunch of people or something like that and you're playing you're like it's it's just different vibe i guess yeah yeah, it's it's not any less like fun or anything like that because you're like i'm getting to do this but you're like man i just miss like it being yeah yeah like, well, I was about to ask, like, would you know, obviously, when you guys were doing a lot of live streaming, was that weird? Did you feel like you played differently I or acted it. differently? It's like after the song's over, you're just like tuning your guitar. It's yeah. like, ooh, all right, we're going to play Instead another one. Instead of having like applause, you're, having, like, like, you're, like, you're like, hey, do, do we got any comments? <laughs> like, you know, like, comments? What are they any saying? Questions from the audience? Yeah. Yeah. Because you feed off the crowd, you like feed, yeah, right. Right. you need and you human need that interaction. Kind of recoup, I guess, if you're going, especially if you're going. I'm just guessing from like a really upbeat song to maybe a slower song. You're kind of like changing to like yeah. without having the energy of the crowd to feed off of. Maybe that's it's, kind yeah. of, it's very strange, but, uh, it's like, you know, know, you're we're also a bunch of like goofy dudes. So yeah. like we had some, like some people were like, yeah, like y'all are like our favorite thing to watch. Cause it's not just like awkward in between songs. Y'all are funny. You know, it's like, uh, kind of makes you feel like you're just hanging out in the living room or something. Yeah. Like that. But, um, which was cool, but um, I don't know. And I'm super fortunate to like live with musicians. If I if I was like living on my own through this, I'd uh, I don't know what I'd have done. Like, uh, yeah. But uh, very fortunate to have musicians that I live with to be able to like, cause it, you know it's like oh we can't go to bars, but we can have a jam here. session <laughs> yeah, right there, yeah. play and like drink and kind of pretend like we're having a normal life, but. So when you guys aren't playing, or I mean, what what fills the the time and the void? I guess I've done a lot of like uh, 
like hiking and really okay that's uh, cool stay in the yard me and daniel started a garden (laughs) (laughs) grow some tomatoes yeah we got some we got some rocking tomatoes rocking tomatoes peppers and eggplant and all kind of stuff okay that's sick you said you're up in glen iris Mm -hmm. right now okay so who is it that you're living with you're living with daniel rain and james mullis and then justin who was living with me uh he moved into the house next door with his gal and uh so james moved in Okay, when, sweet. Uh, when he moved out, so. And are both of those dudes from Birmingham originally, or? So James is from Luverne, Alabama. Okay, I'm not. Uh, Luverne, think, Luverne. Yeah, it's down like towards Troy. Okay, okay. Uh, and then Justin's from Haleyville, and I think. But you I guys have been pretty close for a while. Like, how did yeah, you meet those yeah. guys? Just through playing yeah. and just bands and yeah. stuff. That's cool. But, uh, yeah, they're all wacky. I love them. That's cool. Well, hopefully you guys can be able to get back out there and start jamming again soon. Seems like Little Italy's is being friendly to you guys and yeah, which, showing uh, the love. Yeah, you know? they're like my family, pretty much. Like, uh, we take care of them, they take care of us. So besides Brennan's, I mean, is there any other places you're hoping to get back into? That I mean, there, there are more? some, but, like, most of them, we're, not, we're still not, like, comfortable really okay so that's kind of on y'all just not yeah. really feeling like eh, like i mean i've been hit up to play like several places but i'm just like eh. big crowds not, and not stuff yet. yeah like it's too much so i mean we're all looking out for our best interest so because if like one of us gets it then like we're all scared. that's it like, yeah we can't do any of the ones that we're able to do now so no. um okay. and i definitely like with our buddy ham like getting it and now he's on vocal rest for that's so I insane. I can't imagine not even being able to sing for that long. Like, Did he have, like, the typical symptoms that I've... I mean, I know I it affects everybody differently. I don't know but. what all he had. I know that it, like, something, like, just... He ended up with, like, a some type of throat infection as well. Or something, like... And it just, like, screwed him up. And they were like, yeah, you don't need to be, like, singing at all. Like, yeah. Like, just... If you can just not do it. Just don't like sing. A, just stop singing. A, he's like, I've just been like wearing my guitar out and just being like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, which he just recorded with the same same guy I recorded with too. Okay, like cool. A, so. so do you still have the rest of the album to record? Or are you? Um, it's done. I'm it's waiting, already done. And everything. Mixes, oh, okay, and sweet. I, actually, I should get the final mixes of everything tomorrow, and it'll go off to mastering. Awesome. And, uh, and so, what's the next step after that? I guess when can I get the full Lonesome album? And, and hear it well the EP will probably come out in November okay yeah. see there's my terminology you messed up man I don't understand like so the EP you said five songs five songs EP. Yeah. okay cool where can people find it I guess you'll be promoting it, it but yeah I mean when it comes out we'll do it'll come out on the same day we do the release show and it'll be a like you can get like a physical copy or you can it'll be on everything mm-hmm. so like Spotify and Anywhere yeah, music is available, you will be able know to follow. I don't all of them. I just know, like uh, also amazing. I have no idea how any of that works. CJ has been super helpful and like uh, he's like yeah, uh, I'll do it. You know, like that's how know. it should be. You shouldn't have to like yeah, you're the artist. Yeah. Just like pass all know. that like, off to somebody else. I haven't had a computer since like 2007, so I don't know how <laughs> things work. You know, like I'm, I'm almost like embarrassed about how bad I am at technology. Yeah. Like um, it's and, a. It all sucks. Yeah, and Shiloh's helping me out with the artwork. Uh, 
and we'll have we'll have shirts available by then and okay all that, so how shallow because i know you jam with good. her she's, a good bit man she's awesome we, super dude, talented we've, we've played together twice since march really i think twice now she's still been doing like solo stuff here and there or just like doing stuff on well, like she's, doing she's, streaming thing or i mean whatever a musician can do she's I guess. been even more careful than me like really she doesn't really leave your place um and uh but she's been working on her like full band stuff and um just doing what she can do but she has been playing like a few shows like just with other people like mm-hmm. um but uh she's way more cautious like uh, i should probably take note honestly <laughs> but uh, i gotta make we money we all should so, do what you gotta do yeah but she's That's doing cool. great i mean she's she's a lot better at like staying home than i am and like being like oh yeah i can just sit here you know i can't like you just get like stir crazy yeah, I just I I crave like people. I need to be around. Sure, yeah. So I, I I can't sit at home like uh, that's I why I, I like hiking and like I stay in the yard and I've just got to start in the busy. garden. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just got to stay busy somehow. I can't I can't just sit still. I I guess in my mind I'm like things are starting to open back up. You know, we just went to the show in Avondale. Like musicians are starting to get back at it. This is great. Life is back open. And then I don't know to hear from you. It's like well things are still kind of pretty tight right now. We're not yeah. really as they should be doing a lot. <laughs> Yeah. And um, I mean, I I would guess like, or like the music industry as a whole is probably suffering in a way. I mean, is there any Insane. insight, anything you would know that I wouldn't like? Okay, like Bloodshot Records, you know, are they still well, do doing know, well? Do you know about their whole like fiasco with? Uh, I guess not. Well, I, they're like, the only they're the only like label that I, obviously having friends that are on that label. I've kind of like followed them a little more than. Yeah, I'm like I'm not in the know. As I'm gonna far let as... you look into that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, now I'm interested. Nah, y'all look into that. <laughs> okay. All right. Part. It'll All be right. a part we'll two. Yeah. After we do our research. Okay. All right. There's a, there's a whole weird thing going on with Bloodshot. Okay. Just yeah. apart from like regular industry industry troubles or. Yeah. Now you got me curious. Yeah. What, what do you know right. that I don't know? I know. I'm surprised you don't know from like Randy and them. So. Like I said, man, I haven't talked to Randy in. Yeah. A while. Uh, we'll get Randy on the show. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I don't want to talk about. That makes sense. That's weird. That's that I would even bring that up. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I would think that you know, just labels in general, obviously not having artists out there being able to play. Mm. You know, just yeah, and then even all the way down to like the stage handlers and lighting guys. Yeah. Everybody's struggling. Yeah, I'm friends know? with a ton of like stagehand and production company like people and stuff like that, and like a. It's weird, like they they literally like they just they just want you know it's like just I, I just want to set up a stage. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, you said like okay, so at, you you started doing a lot of streaming and that was doing pretty well up front, but then I guess after everybody starts doing the streaming, it's not as like it's, anything, it's not doing as well. It's just saturated. So, is there another outlet or another way to, you know, is it? Do you see this changing the way we view live music in any way after we get through all this? Like, I was kind of hoping that it was gonna like doing the live stream was gonna open a new channel to like more people think, like wanting to I think like, it might receive like, music that way because I dug it. I mean, yeah, I think we were good way to like see people you might not ever have a chance to see, like from yeah. overseas or something. You know, it's like I, yeah, like that socially distance fest thing. Like it's like I get to see people from like other countries like doing like just music I've never even like yeah like thought about you know and just like this is really weird but awesome well i know some of the big festival i mean this is before all this but i know like Lollapalooza and like maybe even bonnaroo but like a lot of them 
you could actually go on YouTube and catch like live streams of these festivals that you're not going to. Yeah. So well, I thought did, that was pretty rad. They did rad. the Luck Reunion with Willie Nelson. Like they did that live. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so it was like all the artists that were supposed to be on it, like Margot Price and all them, like they just did it from their house. Really? They streamed it and it was like a however long thing and like it was just like each artist did about like three or four songs Ooh. and it would just go like Man, however was, long it went yeah. yeah super cool like uh we watched the whole thing in my house like so uh, that'd be great. cool so you're still getting you like your live fix and you can see yeah, what artists it's are doing it's, it's still not the same yeah, yeah. can't be the live crowd yeah but so. it, it's it's working as well as it can i guess cool so. it's crazy crazy world well, dude, thanks for coming to hang, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. This uh, was awesome. This has been fun, and, and hopefully it wasn't super awkward. On a scale of 1 to 10, how awkward did this feel? <laughs> Not as bad as I thought it'd be. Just like, okay, I'm <laughs> sitting here with all these cameras on me, and this feels super weird. Yeah, I'm doing so. my absolute best not to go. Just stare at the camera, <laughs> <laughs> the Ricky Bobby hands. You know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I think the more we do this, hopefully people get a better understanding of what we're going for. Because I think when I reached out to you, I, like I really didn't have anything to show you. So hey, I'm just, we were filming this thing in my basement. Why? Well, just you want to come one, hang out? I you know, just seen like that clip of the one that Nick did, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then you hit me up, and that's why I was like, yeah, I'll do one. Sure. Nick did one. I'm jealous. But then right before you came, we were like, what? Are, what are we talking? Like, what is yeah, this? Are like, you filming this? Like, what is this? <laughs> I'm like, well, like many millions of other people, you know, I'm trying to do a dumb podcast in my basement. So. Nah, this sucks. This is really cool. This does rock. Come on, bro. Thank you. Yes, I think rock. this is awesome. Have this is awesome. Confidence. <laughs> Sweet. Ears, dogs. That's right. Yeah, sorry. My dog, dog was barking earlier. Yeah, and kind of being a little. Cute. She's not. See, I don't know if we ought to keep her upstairs or bring her down here. Eventually, she gets she bored down here. I think it's cool to have a dog in it. Like a, think, a little bark in the background. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. Like I think it works. Just, bring, if you can catch her, bring her. I'll put her on camera. So we have a little dog, and she's. Um, I think in every episode that we filmed, you've heard her barking in the background. Throw her on the table. There she Where? is. Come here, baby. Oh, my goodness. This is Lola. This is Lola. She's the terror of our household. You got something to say? Yeah, yeah, put her on the mic. She's got a lot to say. <laughs> sure. So when did you first do your first podcast? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this is the first time I've been put on the spot. They actually um, let me on the table. So some things we got to get figured out. Getting uh, some air conditioning down here because it's, it's little. Not it's you're not bad. Okay, good. Rather. Because we had Nick about, over and he was like, like dying. It's like the first thing everyone says. Is, it's like oh man, it's hot. So, like Tim complained a yeah. lot. He's also um, wearing like Carhartt overalls. <laughs> True. Well, no, Nick wasn't bad. It was Tim. I don't know. Not to hate on Tim, but he complained a little it's bit. Shit on our guests real quick. Alex complained a lot. It's also about to be followers. Yeah, no, but like right before you got here, I had the doors open because I was like, dude, I gotta get it cooled off. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Because like I didn't want you to be down here and be miserable, and it's like. I'll say like I don't really like sweat. Okay. It's not a healthy thing. <laughs> I'm just full of toxic. <laughs> well, I'm digging that that trucker. I've had uh, this since cutoff. elementary school, dude. It, it, what? Yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you? It is literally see through. Look at this. Yeah, <laughs> man. Do you follow? Who's the guy that does all the? He sells all the stuff online. He used to have a shop, uh, Manitou. All the vintage Manitou? stuff. Manitou. Oh, the thrifted stuff. Is that how you say it? Because I never know how to say it. And like Manatee. Yeah, Manatee. 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 <laughs> manatee supply. You don't know what a manatee they is? They supply you with manatee. It's not manatee. Yeah, like, uh, Johnny had something to do with him, too. Who's Shane Johnny? Phil? Okay. You know what I'm talking about? No. New Devils. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah. yes. He, he had some, or maybe he he had some stuff in his shop or something like that. I can't quite remember, but. Well, I know he, like, I mean, I guess I've seen a lot of dudes that kind of do what he does, but they basically do the thrift shopping for you. Mm-hmm. And they find all the cool stuff that you're hunting for, and they they kind of, like. And then you pay a little bit. And then you pay a little bit more, just, but it's, like, everything on the bit. shelf is, like, just what you would want to buy yeah. you know what i mean i got shallow for that shallow funds me all my goodies well right before it, man they had like a that's big, a good friend uh, to have yeah they had a thing at saturn that we went to where it was like a bunch of different vendors like manitou and some other guy that was handing out stickers you know what i mean um yeah my wife knows what i mean i know oh, what you manitou. mean but i don't remember the names of the shops but there yeah there were several they're all shops they all great. came together for one big like flea market Thing. Yeah, like the punk rock flea market. Yes, yeah. it was something like, but it wasn't Jake, the punk Jake rock. Jake was in on one of those. No, it wasn't the punk yeah. rock flea market, but it was like another one. Yeah, they and do. They were just selling like vintage clothing. Yeah, and it was really rad and um, a lot of really cool stuff. So, but anyways, that shirt that you're wearing that reminded me of something you'd, you'd see on his like Instagram. That would cost like a hundred dollars. He'd be like, oh yeah, one hundred seventy-five dollars <laughs> for this uh, the the good life. Yeah. Once once it's like. Super tattered? I'll sell it. Dude, sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a bunch Makes of people like, ask for it. But I'll say, like, it's funny because, like, uh, this whole summer, like, uh, I mean, y'all remember the Louis the Latin Bug shirt I used to wear, right? Yes. And, like, I absolutely only only remember that shirt. That shirt. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is like that. So this whole summer, I was like, I'm only wearing this shirt or my vest. and uh, Or a combination of both. Yeah. That's it. And uh, I've literally only worn it, like, uh. Did you cut the sleeves off of it? Or was so James it? actually cut the sleeves off at Brennan's one night. We were drunk. <laughs> and, and there was like one little hole in the sleeve of it. And he was like, let's cut him off. And I was like, do it. Do it while I wear it. And, and then he cut him off. And I was like, oh, I've had this shirt for so long. And then I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, oh, it so. hasn't lost its coolness yeah. at all. That's, I mean, it's right. a freaking 18-wheeler shirt. Like, that's... It shouldn't have sleeves. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it had sleeves. But yeah, I've literally had it since elementary school. Wow. Well, I'm jealous. If you ever decide to part ways, I probably wouldn't fit in it, honestly. It's just a relic to have. We'll frame it, put it on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I need one of those calling station shirts, man. If yeah, not to you. wear. Do you know what sizes you have? We're getting way too deep into that. but <laughs> I'll let y'all know. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I've got a bunch. Dude, that'd be, but I don't, I don't even remember like, what it was. I remember we had like probably, the armadillo thing. They're probably odd sizes because, like, you know, everyone, I, I definitely know I don't have any mediums. Like, those go first. That's fine. I'll take an XL. I so, mean, if you got, I'm if pretty you even positive I've got XLs. I might, uh, probably, I might only have XLs and smalls, maybe a couple large. Dude, so, it only uh, took 10 years to get one of my own band shirts. <laughs> you <laughs> never had one? I don't think I've ever had one. <laughs> what? No. If I did, I lost it. See, I, don't, got, I don't think I ever had a band I've shirt. I've got, like, yeah. the gray. And then the brown. And you said it had a buffalo on it. Yeah, you made the design. <laughs> I don't remember the buffalo. Yeah, it was at all. like I found a picture of a buffalo because it's like one of my favorite animals. And you did this weird like thing where you like uh, I don't know the word. I want to say like inverted or something. Or like okay. made it like a negative. Okay. Or something like that. I vaguely remember. I do. I remember doing that with the armadillo thing. Like we had. Yeah, like, you did it with the buffalo too. Like you okay. made the whole thing. Okay, I, I want a buffalo. All right, shirt. now I have to have one. Yeah. Okay. Well, put me on the list the next time you're handing out calling yeah, stations. So, how did you uh, get your hands on that then? Have you had that this whole time, but not merch? I threw that in the same nightstand that I've had since. You I stole met it that time, <laughs> and uh, it just lived in that nightstand. You know how you move around? You have certain pieces of furniture you just carry mm-hmm. with you everywhere. And so I had a, I had one like my little nightstand that sits by my bed that I've had forever, and it just had relics in it, and it still does. 
And one of those was the when we were starting to decorate down here. Um, I was looking for stuff to decorate with. Well, I probably still got like I didn't even open fifty it. of those too. Yeah, man. So it still has the plastic on it. Yeah, it still has plastic. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. I take that back. It's just got a glossy finish that yeah. looks like it's got the plastic. It's got the bar, the little bar. Do you remember? Do you remember like a. The show we played when we took that picture, the Devil's Disciples. Were the there. Devil's Disciples, yes. And they they wanted us. That was to come terrifying, play man. And then they were like, "Y'all come play our club. Like oh, we're having a party." And I'm like, "Oh, cool, yeah." It's like, "Cause someone got murdered." And we're like, <laughs> and I was like, "I think we should do it." And like you and Donnie and Drake were like, "We're not doing that," because like, it's like in Inslee, like, like oh dude, super dangerous like area, like at a biker bar or a biker like clubhouse for a yeah. party for one of their members getting murdered. That's Dude, intense. That, yeah. that only happens in the movies. Yeah, and when we did that, legit, there was um, a lady that, like, I don't know if you remember that, like, there was a girl that was up there, and she was just, like, like, Google, like, googly-eyeing me, like, the whole time, and, like, uh, uh, she ended up, she's the one that messaged us about play, uh, playing the thing or whatever. Her name, legit, was Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. <laughs> wow. She still messages me sometimes. I do remember that show, because it, it was at another, like, it wasn't just a gang biker bar but it was like a biker bar that we'd play that 29 dreams or something yeah that's where that was so yeah. we were there and then they had all these dudes running around with devil's disciples like vests on and uh, i'd heard about them but i'd never that's like gnarly i'd never seen like a bunch of like hardcore biker dudes and they're gonna like, come after you're you now. talking up like the vp <laughs> he's like yeah y'all come play some songs and y'all take some pictures and i'm like these dudes like Pretty, pretty out there. Pretty scary. If any of them listen to this, I, I totally respect. They're your coming after you now. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have nothing but good things watch to say out. No, they were, I mean, they're super nice. They're wild, but they were nice. They, they were very nice. nice. Yes, but yes, I've heard they're pretty, pretty scary dudes. So it's you know, I mean, their koozies literally say like a uh, we will kill you, get hit. <laughs> like something like that. Like uh, yeah. What, what what did Nick say? The closing thought we needed to have from now on, or something. It was a like a question. Question. A question. Yeah, question. We don't remember it, but so we should you probably were a do hippopotamus that. Hippopotamus in space. Okay. <laughs> Credits. What planet would you fly to? Venus. Venus. All right. So that will be the reoccurring question that yeah. we ask. I'd go to Venus. If you were a flying space hippopotamus. Venus. You're going to Venus. I, I hear you, brother. Thanks, Nick. You did this. <laughs> you made this a thing. <laughs>